quiet and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Here comes the music.
It's the best of everything STL. It is Beyond FM. The latest from Bleach. It's called One Second Away. And uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. Our, our guest is going to be Gavin O'Brien. We're going to talk to him in a little bit and play some of his tunes and stuff. Also, a lot of great things going on around town. Uh really due to uh, COVID kind of, I don't know, it's not going away, but it, the mandates and stuff like that of being lifted. So uh, got some things going on that previously years have been around and been uh, staples around the St. Louis music scene. So uh, looks like the Ink Spot block party is coming back this year, which I'm very excited for, and we will be an official sponsor of that. Also, uh, Lo-Fi Cherokee is coming back, and if you guys don't know what that is, uh, basically they go to smaller um, venues in different places off of Cherokee and uh, they have a video crew in there and a band comes in and they basically record a video in just a just a different location whether it's uh, San Lu which is like a smaller restaurant or um, some of the other restaurants or establishments there and they just set up drums and and mics and everything and they just play and they record it and they put it out and it's a great product it is wonderful so be on the lookout for that coming up in the near future um and we'll keep you updated on the ink spot stuff just go to our website and it'll be uh beyond fm 24-7.com and also you can check out the concert calendar which we have coming up in a few minutes also, uh, the track of the week, which is happens to be Bleach, one second away, and our guest tonight has also been a track of the week. So, uh, it's really like hot, fresh music that's come out in the in, you know every week. So, and we update that every week. So, could join us for that at the w, uh, Beyond FM twenty four dash seven dot com. Um, let's take a little break, and we'll come back with the concert calendar um, tonight. We're going to kind of highlight the some of the younger acts in town, since we're talking to a, a young man tonight. Uh, this is Claudia Rose, and I know a lot of you have heard of her, but you may not have heard her EP. So this is uh, this track is called Who You Were and Who You Could Be, and it's on Beyond FM. Sudden death 
FM and fire the humans with vanish and they are a part of our concert calendar this week and we will get to them in just a second but first let's uh, let's check things out hey a radke at red flag on friday march 11th uh, tickets are on sale now and then fivefold at the old rock house on march 19th bring me the fires and where's the rum and Susie q playing in the conservatory on march 19th Middle-class fashion returns to Off-Broadway on Saturday, March 20th. Actually, Saturday, March 26th. 
And then on April 9th, they need machines to fly. Super fun, yeah, yeah, rocket ship and scissor. And then uh, that's at the heavy anchor. And then uh, Matt Bassler and the complete line and the public play the heavy anchor on uh, Saturday, April 16th. And then, oh, man, this is going to be a big show. Boomtown United Boss Battle playing the heavy anchor on May 14th. And then on uh, July 2nd, the Hip Hop Fusia Fest with Ilphonics, Loop Rat, and more at Off-Broadway. So, and uh, go to our website and check out. We, we update the council calendar every week. And so, you will enjoy that. So, let's do something. We're going to play two from Gavin right now, and then we'll come back and talk to Gavin O'Brien and all the things going on with him. So uh, let's start things off with You Don't Have to Be Right, and it's on Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM.
something to
It is the best of everything STL. It is Beyond FM. And our guest tonight, Gavin O'Brien, and that was his track, On the Line. Thank you for coming and hang. Well, actually, I'm hanging out with you. We're. I, I got to say one thing. Okay, so when I, whenever I was uh, a young lad, uh, which was many, many years ago, I had, I thought was the coolest room in the world. I really did. I had, you know, posters everywhere and, uh, you know, TV and couches and all this stuff. And now I come and, and, and look at your space. And <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it makes me feel very small. No. Um, hanging out in Gavin's uh, rehearsal slash bedroom slash uh, drum laboratory. <laughs> don't, don't touch his drum set, man. Don't touch his drum set. No, this is a, this is a cool spot. And, uh, and he's got a bar in here too. Um, it's not a dance club. It's just a bar and we're hanging out there. So we're at Gavin's, Gavin's pub. Um, so what's been going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Uh, Seeing that you've put out a lot of content lately and, and pushing it, and I like to see yeah. that. Um, so let's just get started with the easier questions first. Um, where did this all start out at? Um, well, if we go way, way back. Yeah, let's go way back. Let's, way, way back. <laughs> if you ever listen to my show, I always ask, what did, what do your parents listen, what did your parents listen to? And did that influence you? I actually, I'm, I mean, maybe partly... But it think, always does, even if you're like two years old and if you can remember what they were listening to, it, it oh does yeah. influence you somewhat. Yeah, I mean, if we go back before I was even into music myself, what I was surrounded with was like Ozzy Osbourne, stuff like that. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that I grew up with as a small child. And then actually what got me into being a musician was when I discovered Elvis Presley in grade school, actually. It was just a project. Mm -hmm. And I got into his stuff. And we went to Memphis and Beale Street and uh, Graceland and all that. And I, I don't know, I really just fell in love with the uh, 50s music and especially Elvis music at that time. Yeah, I, I'm huge. Like the two decades that I think are the most important as far as least pop music and rock and roll or whatever are the 50s and the 90s. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I mean, they, really, those two decades changed the game. Yeah. At least for me. Mm hmm. Yeah. And. From there, like, uh, it was mainly the 50s, Elvis, 50s rock groups. Um, then it got me into blues because I, I wanted to get into the roots of that. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I kind of moved up to the 60s and just kept wanting more. So then it was the 70s and 80s and then 90s and even music from now, uh, modern music. I wouldn't necessarily say mainstream modern music, but um, like the indie guys, mm -hmm. girls, both of them. But Yeah. Yeah, I I have a, I mean, being as seasoned as I am, I have a, a problem with people that that say there's no good music out there anymore, oh, yeah. and they're just lazy because it's out there. Uh huh. Anything that you could possibly think of, it, it's out there somewhere. Whether yeah. somebody's making music off of you know hitting toasters or something, it it's out there. You just yeah. gotta search. Yeah, my one of my biggest influences in music currently. Um, my favorite artist is a modern artist, Tame Impala, Kevin mm -hmm. Parker. Don't know if you know who that is. No, but I'll check it out now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a big deal in the in the indie scene. Um, probably one of the pioneers of why it's more of a mainstream thing to be indie now. 
<laughs> it's more it's definitely become more popular within the last probably 10 15 years to be indie um if you want to go way back it's probably like elliot smith and people like that who mm-hmm. really got that going with the four track tape machines yeah in their in their house but <laughs> yeah tame impala is he's modern but one of the most musical geniuses i know up to this day <laughs> So did you, when you were doing the Elvis stuff, did you play the guitar and all that stuff with it too? For starting out, I didn't know a single thing about guitar. I mean, I carried one around and acted like I was playing it, but, <laughs> but I learned the E major and A chord so I could play like basic Elvis yeah. on record songs. And then I learned the, the B so I could play a full chord progression like I'm in the 50s. That's good. It's kind of like what I'm doing now because I started playing in October. And uh, so at first I was playing, you know, you, you learn the basics, but then... D comes along and you're like, I'm skipping all songs that have D in it because I can't make the transition from a G to a D, you know, and then, and then you sneak in the B and then you're like, Oh, I learned it. And then next thing you know, it's bar chords and you're like, Oh man, uh, now I'm, you know, I haven't, because I like a lot of punk stuff and punk is just all bar chords, you know, it's all over the, all over the neck. And I can't do it yet. I'm working on it, but, and I definitely don't have the hand strings nor the calluses on my finger to, to do it, but I'm trying. But I'm, uh, I've am i got like 15 songs that I could play just just strumming along, and so I enjoy that. But, yeah, I get it. So um, when did, so how long did it take you to really um, start playing, playing on your own? Um, you mean like writing my own or yeah. playing out? Well, I didn't, I started playing out, I had always been playing out when I started doing the Elvis stuff, that's when I really started playing, like, contests and mm-hmm. gigs like that, because, uh... Now, did you find that, did you find any nervousness in that, or it was just like, you were so young that it's like, I'm just doing it and I don't care? I mean, actually, the first time I played live was not planned. We were at a, we were at Blue City Cafe on Beale Street, and I just got up on stage and asked, my parents didn't even know, I just kind of snuck up there with the guys. <laughs> and that was the first time I ever performed it's on video first time I ever performed in front of an audience and it was unplanned I, di- I hadn't even prepared to play anything I didn't I've never played for people in my mm-hmm. life up until that point now what what song did you play I think it was the first song I ever sung on stage was probably Hound Dog it was Hound Dog <laughs> mine mine was uh at my brother's wedding um so I had to be like eight because he's 10 years older than me. So about eight, he was about 18. He got married young first time. And I sang my Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and it, But like I said, it, it's almost one of those uh, where you're so young, you don't really care about it, what anybody thinks. It was just right. like, I just want to do it. And, and I'm sure you asked them at first. So they're just like, huh? And they're like, well, why not? You know, mm-hmm. it'd be fun. So did you get up there and kill it? I mean, that's how the reaction uh, that's what the reaction showed me, but watching back, it's just kind of cringy because I was I was 11 years old. Yeah, the voice and but everybody didn't expect you to be <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. a superstar. But then again, you know it it showed that you were paying attention for your first 11 years of what music should be, you know, yeah. and and to just get up there and do it. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's basically is that what sparked it all i mean you like got up there and 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 felt the everyone cheering for you and 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 yeah i think i just i've really just fell in love with music i mean i'd always been in a musical family not as far as playing music musically Mm -hmm. but they've always been just heavily into music um 
listening wise and singing and karaoke and that kind of stuff has always been in this family. But um, yeah, playing live that first time, I think definitely has a big part to do with sparking my wanting to be my own artist and play my own music for people and live. Now, um, you're 19. Yep. Okay. And so I'm 50. So there's a generation gap here. But <laughs> um, one thing that I think I could, we can relate to besides the cool bedrooms having, you know, when we we're teenagers <laughs> is that it, not that they had gone as far as your parents, but um, I find it very important for artists that their parents back them up, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's not even financially, if it's just like, Oh, you know, I love what you're doing. I'm so proud of you and keep doing your dream, you know? And, uh, I think you got something pretty special here, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you were talking about my bedroom, it's, it's the basement. Um, it's the whole base. You got the yeah. whole basement. I only got a partial <laughs> piece of the basement. You got right. the whole thing. <laughs> right. I mean, I did have a bedroom at one point, but when I wanted to start going on the studio, I mean, they gave the whole basement. So yeah, definitely a big part in how I'm able to grow as much as I have been. Yeah. And most parents would be like, oh, I don't want you to have a drum set. You know? <laughs> and you've got, right. you've got a Marshall cabinet over there and guitars all over the place and a keyboard and recording equipment and everything else. We got, we got family sneaking down. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, so when, have you played any of original stuff out in public yet? Um, I did once. It was an open mic night. Wait, was that the only time? I think so. It was the open, it was an open mic night. I think I played a few of them. Uh, didn't come out too well because the, I mean, the songs were fine, but the quality I was playing through their PA system, Mm -hmm. it never really goes well for me with, at least with my experience with playing on, on the, restaurants or I find it important to uh once you get out there and really start dealing with people you'll get you'll get uh clubs slash sound engine you know sound guys that can relate to you and and know what your product is supposed to sound like instead of what they think it should sound like you know yeah the sound guy's got a different ear than you you know right I don't know how I forgot but I did play Gaslight Oh, yeah. A whole dedicated show for, for myself and my original music. I don't know how I left that out, but <laughs> that and the other one I was telling you about, Gaslight went much better than the other open mic thing. That yeah, I did, but. you're going to run in, you're, I mean, you're going to run into, you know, different levels of sound people and lighting people, you know, left and right. So right. you just got to do your own thing. And as long as you can hear yourself and it comes out all right, then so be it. You know, everyone's not going to sound the same. Yeah, right. Um, let's talk about one thing. Um, what I want to know is, so everything that we've been playing, have you been, you play all the instruments? Correct. Yeah. All the instruments, you mix them yourself mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I've done nothing with my life now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're 19 and you're, and you're doing all this and it's, it sounds great. Um, so let's take a peek at some stuff. Um, let's talk about the new one because you you released it last night. Yeah, and you and, and, you, and you, as your dad told me, he released it special just so we can play it on on the show tonight. Right, right. So <laughs> I feel I feel even even more special about that. Um, so let's talk about don't talk to strangers. You want to talk about what it's about or anything like that, or anything special about it? This one's a strange one because 
the idea for the song and like the first verse in the chorus was written when I was like 15 in the chord progression and didn't do anything with it. And then recently when I was, I've been working on this EP and I wanted more of a energized song and I was looking through old like poems or lyrics that I Mm -hmm. had from when I was younger and I came across that one and it still stuck with me. I still didn't mind it. I liked it. Um, So I ran with it and I turned it into a full production, added a second verse and yeah. So when, how old were you when you wrote these lyrics that you think? Because you say um, when you were younger, and when I think when I was younger was 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably in between 14 and 15. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's the lyrics are pretty abstract because I was really into this weird writing back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it still kind of has a meaning. I think it definitely aims towards like, um, what would it be called? Um, authority, kind of like that um, uh, rebelling against authority type genre. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what it seems like it was going for. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk to strangers. Like, I don't know. Like, I think of like big record businesses signing people and then they own them and things like that. Yeah. But. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's, uh, we're going to sit here and listen together. How about that? And then we're just going to take one song break. We're going to highlight this and uh, we'll come back and we'll kind of give it my review on it and see what I think of it and my interpretation of the songwriting or something like that. Let's check this out. This is, make sure I got that potted up just right. Okay, this is Gavin O'Brien, and this is Don't Talk to Strangers, and it's on Beyond FM. Don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to
the best of everything SDL. It is Beyond FM. And Gavin O'Brien, Don't Talk to Strangers. It's his latest, released fresh off the presses last night. Just for us. We appreciate it. Um, what I got out of it, and so were the Beatles a big influence to you too? Um, I think the Beatles came in and the recording process and arranging when it was written, it was kind of just acoustic guitar, chord progression, and main vocal line. That was it. But um, yeah, definitely Beatles are a big influence on my recording. <laughs> yeah, I can I can feel it in the backup vocals for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, but it, it's very good. Um, so one thing that it, not to burst anybody's bubble, it's very hard to make it as a musician, and I know you've been working at it for a long time now. I mean, if you've started eleven, you're already eight years into it. You know. Yeah. Um, any thought of just being a, maybe a producer and engineer because you're, I have, I have thought about that. I've even thought about just having it as like a backup plan or yeah. at least have be technically trained right. where right. if, you know, things are going rough for a little bit, like, you know, reach out to some studios or whatever and say, Hey, I'm, I'm Gavin and I'm technically trained. I've been doing this my own forever here. Check this out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've looked into some schools, um, and they've even said, like, if you have a good portfolio, I'm like, I got that. I got a portfolio if that's yeah. all they need. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. Just tell me what what you, what you can do for me. Can you teach me anything that I don't know? That's what I need to know. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I mean, you've got definitely very talented on the producer side. Um, not that not that I'm watering down your musical talent in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying that that's the reality of it is that you're going to need some sort of backup at least for a little while, right? Right. Um, until you find you know maybe that one song or one person that just can take you to there. You know whether you get on a soundtrack or something like that to start things off, or you know. And, and I mean, there's a ton of stuff that also just thinking about just being a songwriter for people and, and right, things right. like that too. But everybody wants to be the star first. And I understand <laughs> that. I mean, I don't, that's what I wanted to do. <clears throat> so let's, uh, so you've already told me that you've played all the, um, all the instruments on everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting in, uh, I'll give you a, a, a story here. So I'm, I'm sitting at Gaslight uh, talking to JB about other things, and he's like, hey, uh, I want you to check this guy out. And I'm like, all right. And we took a listen, and um, and he played me pretend board again. And um, I really, at first I was like, yeah, you know, I've heard that style of music before, but he was like, this guy is, you know, 19 years old. And, and I'm like, wow, you know, and, and it's really been influencing me on trying to find the young talent in town. You know, the, like I said, the, the under 21s. Um, tell, to me, you're, you're a 19 year old man and you write these lyrics and I'm sitting here listening to those lyrics and they are, um, how do I put it? I am relating to them as a 50 year old man. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound weird? No, 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 not at all. Is that what you, you know, your goal is to relate to as many people as possible or? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely my, my overall goal. Besides, like I definitely 
my goal isn't fame or mm-hmm. fortune and with my music. It's really just to connect people. I mean, with, everybody likes money and you're not right, going to turn right. down, but yeah. Right. Like I don't want to force music onto people, but I, yeah. I make the art. I enjoy it. Um, people like it. Hopefully it inspires them. That's my goal. But, um, yeah, definitely. I, I would hope people can relate to it in a way. Yeah. Because I don't want to get personal, but I like to get personal in my conversations. Yeah. I don't have interviews. I have conversations. So to, to rewind a few things for that song, at least for me, um, and, and, and I don't know, maybe to make you feel better or whatever. So in, uh, August, I, okay. I got divorced three years ago, which will be three years ago in May. And basically by myself for like two years, dated a little bit, but not nothing at really at all. Nothing even really considered to be dating. And I expected myself to be alone for ever, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever now. You know, nobody likes me. And then I met somebody and uh, we hit it off great. Thought, you know, all the boxes were checked, you know, and uh, we lasted a month and a half. And she just done, you know, and I heard that song and I'm like, that's how I feel. And it, and it made me feel better. You know, it was just kind of like a, a revenge song for me. Like, you know, um, yeah. don't call me, don't pretend, you know, that you like me anymore just because you're bored, you know? Right. And so I enjoyed it. So, um, let's take a listen to that and let everybody else enjoy it as well. And then we'll, we'll come back and chit chat some more. How about that? All right, here's Pretend Board Again. Uh, Gavin O'Brien, this has been the track of the week because I love this song so much, and I think you should love it too. So check it out. It's Pretend Board Again, Gavin O'Brien, and it's on Beyond FM. You know that I pretend, yeah, I pretend that it don't bother me, but it all
Kevin O'Brien and pretend bored again on the best of everything STL Beyond FM. And i uh, got to say thank you for in, inviting me to your home and hanging out. I appreciate it. Um, first of all, let's let's pimp everything out. Where can people find you? Uh, just about anywhere, really. Um, I'm going through DistroKid as my distributor, So, and they go to Spotify to some of the things I've never heard of. But, I mean, any major streaming platform that the average person would use, it's definitely there. It's on YouTube if you don't have a streaming platform. Or, uh, and O'Brien is O-B-R-I-E-N. Yeah. Correct. And not yeah. just Brian, like normal. Right. Whatever right. Brian is. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's the way you spell this particular Brian. <laughs> Descendant of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it means, I think. That's what I heard. So what's next for you? We talked about it off air, but what's next for you? You said you were trying to release something in spring for oh, officially. Uh, yeah, so these last two singles, including uh, So Don't Talk to Strangers and one of my other singles, Let Me Down, um, are two singles leading up to a full EP, which will be the first time I've ever released a project rather than just a single. So um, I got about six or seven songs debating what that'll be, if it'll be six or seven. But... Um, Definitely, I have a full release coming out, so I'm excited for that. Um, it's the biggest project I've done. Uh, I've been working on it since December is when I decided I was going to do it. But, yeah. All the songs are done, recorded. I'm just in the process of um, doing, like, kind of some mastering stuff. And yeah. I'm trying to dip my toes into mastering for people just because I have a different... Because a lot of times, I mean, you'll know how it is, but... You want somebody, a different ear, you know, yeah, from yeah. somebody else. And so I've been, I've dabbled in it a little bit, just thinking about doing it. Cause I'm such a production guy already where it's like, okay, like dealing with the radio station, I get a lot of stuff and it's different styles and recording levels and uh, recording quality and things like that, where I hear them and I'm like, and that song really needs some more bass or the highs need to be up or something or an intro sounds fun i mean i gotta tweak it to where it's radio station quality yeah and so i'm already doing that anyway so i figured well you know i'll dip my toes in it so i had a couple friends send me some stuff and i'm like okay here's what you sent me and here's what i did to it here's my flavor and so far so good it's been thumbs up but right now i don't really hear anything out of yours that i would really change cool as of yet <laughs> might be a few things but i mean nothing that's not right out of the ordinary yeah i definitely don't think it's perfect because uh, like i'm still learning I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a pro at this i'm just trying to get by with it and get it to where somebody can listen to it easily without being like ah oh, that's piercing because they turned it up a little bit now the high end is piercing their ears or something yeah but <laughs> but yeah i it's something that it's the biggest stress i think with mixing is because i'm I'm like, I try to be a perfectionist with it. And half the time I'll like give up on a song. And then a week later, I'm like, all right, I'll try it again. And <laughs> but yeah, that's the, that's the struggle right now with coming up to the release is I had my um, feelings about the songs change like every day. I'm like, uh, maybe I'm not so sure about this. Maybe this isn't good enough to put out, but 
happens like that. Well, I mean, it's like that. You have different moods, you know, waking up on the wrong side of the bed and you're like, yeah, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're like, I, I got to work on some of this stuff. And then you hear it and you're like, man, this is, this is horrible. Or then, uh-huh. or vice versa, you wake up and you're like, oh, it's going to be a great day. And you put something <laughs> on, like, man, I'm a, I'm a genius. You know, I'm like, I'm going to release this now. Yeah. But I, I get it. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up, first of all, um, if you could, who do you, what, what would, would be the dream scenario as far as um, maybe playing a live show? Who Like, who would you want to play with? Um, let's see, people I would, like people I'd open for. Yeah, something like that. Or work with in general, this is some, yeah, this is collab with. This is something I definitely think about. <laughs> um, I think it would be really cool to open up for like Tame Impala, but I feel like his music is so advanced musically. I don't know. Maybe that's me degrading myself, my music. I don't know. But um, genre-wise, when I say advanced, it's extremely synth-driven, just very, mm-hmm. it's like classical music on synthesizers, in my opinion. I don't know, <laughs> and guitars. But um, maybe Mac DeMarco, you know who that is? No, I do not. Another independent artist. He's modern, um, a big name, uh, pioneering the indie scene. But... um. I could definitely see myself opening for him more than I can Tame Impala, even though Tame Impala is a big inspiration. But um, uh, I don't know, probably Mac DeMarco generally, but I don't know if you can really picture that because you don't know. Because I don't know it. I can't really do it. Now I'm going to look it up on the way home and Uh like, okay, yeah, I could probably, I could see that. Yeah. Maybe like uh, people like Radiohead, like if you're going big, yeah, big big guys. Radiohead, I could, I like them. Um, that last song, "Don't Talk to Strangers," I definitely hear a lot of, like you said, Beatles and mm-hmm. Radiohead. At the time when I wrote it, I was super into Radiohead when I was younger, so I definitely hear the influence from both both of those. That makes sense. Um, but also, I I've been to shows before where it's, you know vice versa the, the the two or three acts are just total different sides of the spectrum and it i think it i think if you went to a show and it was exactly the same sound from both acts you'd be bored by time the second act came on you know yeah yeah so it, it having a different slightly different flavor different genre or same genre but different flavor and part of that genre i think it all goes together so I think it would, I, I could see it um, because I've seen like uh, something like Blue October and naturally it was a acoustic show, but an acoustic person opened up for him. But I could still see an acoustic act opening for the full blown band just because it's still part of that niche, you know. Mm-hmm. So being a young man, and I ask this question a lot of times of, of uh, you know, artists that are older in age so they've been doing it for a while and grinding it out and and still loving it but it's just you know i asked them because they've been doing this for a while um but i don't i think your question may be different or your answer would be different to the question so at the end of the day say you're 75 years old you know what do you at the end you know what would make it perfect at the end of the day going, okay, I did it. You know, I did what I want to do. What would those things, some of those things be? 
Like, are you asking, like, if I was 70? Like, say, go into the yeah. future, I'm 75. Yeah, say, go in the future, and when you're 75 years old, and you're, you know, sitting in your rocking chair, and just going, thinking about things, what would be some of the things that you would think that, um, at the end of the day, what, what from now until you're 75, what things do you want to accomplish? Well, um, I think I definitely want to be able to look back and just know that, um, I did what I loved. I think I want to, I want to definitely do what I love. Um, um, even if I had to, if enough, even if I had to struggle, I mean, just knowing that you struggled doing something that you were passionate about rather than getting the easy route, but not being fully happy with it your entire life. I don't know. But, um, like with music, even if I don't, even if nothing came out of it, as far as publicity, I would still definitely have music a part of me. Um, and just being happy and just knowing that I loved it the whole time. I did everything I did was because I loved it. I like that answer. I'm doing the same thing. So, <laughs> you know, I've, I went through the whole marriage thing for 25 years and, and raised kids and now I have grandkids and this and that. And so whenever I'm officially say I'm done, even though, uh, you know, I started the, uh, relaunch the radio part of my, my life way later than I wanted to. Um, you know, I, I did it 20 years ago and then had to quit, raise kids, do all that, take care of them. Now they're all grown up. They're all the same age as you and uh, I'm no longer married and things like that. It turned out that, you know, this is my passion to not only give people new music in their life, but also to help younger artists like yourself. You know, I'm not going to be able to make you a superstar. But it one it you know like you said before you've had one radio interview before and it didn't go as planned as like you really liked it, mm-hmm. but doing this will get you to the next level of being more comfortable with an interview, right, right, and um, getting people to hear your music even if it's just an extra hundred two hundred people at least somebody right. and. I think if I keep just, cause I mean, I, honestly, I pay for a lot of this out of my pocket. And at the end of the day, when I'm, when it's all said and done is that I did this the way I wanted to and, and I did it right. And I'd be happy even if I didn't make any money off of it, you know? So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather um, ideally I'd rather have say a hundred people listen to me and love my music than millions of people just know it and be like, eh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the, even the smallest numbers, they, they mean a lot still. So, well, plus, I mean, to me and you even bringing up artists that I've never heard of. Yeah. To me, those artists that most people don't know, at least in my life are more special to me. Now I know, I know blue October has been on the radio and stuff like that, but they've been around since 1990, like four, yeah. you know, so they're not a huge band. They're still playing Delmore hall. Nothing. I mean, uh, the pageant is not nothing wrong with the pageant, but they've been around forever. And now they're just starting to get popular mm-hmm. or somebody like, uh, there used to be a band called Brad, which was a side project from stone Gossard from Pearl jam 
and a couple of the people from Seattle, they didn't get huge, but their, their music for me was awesome. And I didn't, and there's those bands that you just don't want people to know about, you know, where you want them personally to yourself. You know? Right, right. So I dig that. Very important to me. And I'll continue to enjoy your music for many years to come now, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. I'm glad. I'm especially glad that um, you re- you can relate to it. That's I cool. can relate to it, um, especially you know, like I said, pretend. I know. Uh, oh, I, I got to make sure I don't say it wrong. Um, you don't have to be right. I relate to a lot too. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So, because I heard listen to those two songs together multiple times when I first started listening to it, you know, and I'm like, yeah, this is really that's, great. That was like a play on play on words type thing I did with that song. Like you don't have to be right to be right to be right. And it's like every time it says to be right after it says you don't have to be right, it's it's following up the last one. It's not repeating itself. It's just following the one it said before that. I don't know. It's a weird play on words I was doing. I had fun with recording that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a banger, as they call it. That's a banger. That's a Gavin O'Brien banger. So we're going we're gonna to scoot out of here, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Let Me Down, which is going to be on the new EP. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. Um, well, it, it, was the, it was the first release for the EP. Um, it took me a while to write that one. I kind of just had a piece of paper for like probably a few weeks, and I would just write a line on it. it wasn't even a song yet, um, but I was just writing, just scribbling lines down that I thought sounded all right. But... Um, have, what happens to me with writing a lot is I don't always have a complete set meaning in my head of what mm-hmm. the song's about when I write it, and it kind of just happens over time. But um, this one definitely has a little bit to do with just, I think, being able to be myself coming out of a past where maybe I wasn't fully embracing myself. But um, I don't know. Some people can look at it as maybe a song about a relationship or... Um, maybe just about themselves or friends or I don't know anything. I, that's what another thing I like about with writing is making sure that it's open to being able to relate to multiple things and just, yeah, I've, I've done that before with my, some of my lyric writing where it's just really open to interpretation of how it affects your life and, and things like that. And those are usually the best songs to me. You know I mean? I love occasion, you know, you get those songs like old country song where it's a story and it's it's basically exactly that story about yeah. those characters. But right. when it's just uh, open interpretation, that's just talking about emotion or, you know, walking down a street, but you don't mention any certain street just because you don't want to paint that picture. You want it to be their street that they're walking on. Right. Know? Right. That reminds me of a, of a time when I was, um, me and my cousin were listening to music at one of my old jobs. And there was an old man and he, he said something about our music. He's like, it ain't just. It ain't got no tune to it. You ain't got no tune, man. Yeah, and, he, and he started um, comparing it to like old country music where mm-hmm. there's a story. Yeah. So he was more down with that, which is fine. Everybody has their own thing. He was much older. He's he was a cool guy still overall. But I just thought that was funny. It stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> that thing ain't got no tune. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. One thing I want to ask you while you're you're talking about writing and stuff, um, and it took you the process took you longer. Um, do you one thing I learned from uh, other songwriters and, and even radio people and in general, do you carry a notebook around with you all the time? A what? A notebook. A notebook. Um, 
I'd like to, and I have in the past. Um, sometimes I just, I kind of jot it down on my phone, like on notes, mm-hmm. which I prefer paper. I do yeah. prefer paper. But um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't carry one too much anymore. Because I've learned, uh, I was taught um, from my good friend Tom West that he carried paper around all the time just because he did, he did a lot of comedy skits and stuff while he was on the air too. So he wanted to, you know, if something popped in his head that he thought was funny, either whether it was a story or just a one liner or anything like that. And, you know, a lot of comedians do it because they think of a joke and they're like, well, I got to jot that down, you know, yeah. now, or just, uh, just one line. Like you hear something and it influence you on writing one line and then go back to that later on. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do more audio mm-hmm. samples than I do like writing stuff down. Um, so on my phone, there's like the voice recording app. It's like a new age Walkman. It's just kind of just real quick. Just yeah. hum something into it and, or say something into it. Yeah. I use that quite a bit. Yeah, I have a conscious. friend of mine who, uh, who most of his songwriting comes out of things that he's had in dreams, like, and he'll wake up in the middle of the night and yeah. want to jot it down really quick or, or use a voice recorder really quick so that he it's fresh in his mind. See, I just figured I'd put that out there. But anyway, well, let's get out of here. And I appreciate you hanging out and inviting me to your home and talking music and stuff. And I hope, I hope I, I've influenced you to be more comfortable talking. I mean, granted, you're not going to get as cool as a guy as me every time you're getting <laughs> interviewed. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I appreciate it. Um, if there's anything you ever need or releasing stuff or whatever need help promoting it don't hesitate you know because I, I dig what you're doing and i appreciate your musicianship and your talents and so i mean even if it's like it was today you know where you release something just to play it because we were doing an interview yeah. you know if w- once the ep starts getting around to where you think you're going to release it hit me up and let's talk about promoting it a little bit better but before you officially release it that way we can do what they call a tease and tease it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming out. And I, I appreciate the, just the care overall. I mean, like you said earlier, it's like, um, it's not like going to make stardom or anything out of it, but it still means, it means something just cause I mean, you noticed and you appreciated the music and took the time to come here and do the interview. Yeah. It's a start. You know I mean? You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to listen. It could be the point where I, you know, I leave here and I, maybe I stop and gas station or something and somebody, what, what do you, you know, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I run my own radio station. Oh, what is it? Okay. It's uh beyond FM, blah, blah, blah. I give them my card and walk away. They download the app. They put it on, they listen to it or, and they're like, oh, this is a pretty cool station. I have a friend who works for so-and-so, you know, I won't mention any record labels because I, I made like, they're all gone, you know, but I, mm-hmm. I know a guy at Virgin Records. I'm going to just shoot them it's like hey have you ever checked out the st louis music scene no i'll, I'll, I'll download it and give it a listen first song he hears is gail and o'brien pretend bored again he's like i don't have to listen anymore i want that guy you know <laughs> you know what i mean Ooh. so you never know yeah. what's gonna happen plus if you know a lot of times too reason of interview wise you know i could i could shout to the world all day that gavin o'brien is the greatest in the world and they'll be like, okay, Tony, whatever. But if they sit down and they listen to a conversation that me and you have and get to know you better, it's it's like that with, for me, that I think for any product, is that 
if you get a personal connection with them, then they're going to become a fan or a customer or whatever. And so this is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just thinking like, um, we're, we're the same overall. It's just, you're, you're a radio guy and I'm a musician. I mean, we're both just well, doing what we well, like. I do. said, I've, I've, <laughs> I've been, I've been here. I've been a songwriter. I've, I've been a musician. I've played on stages and stuff. And, and back then, yeah, there were some outlets that, that promoted local stuff, but, uh, just, and then it just faded away and it's all disappeared. And there was a, uh, a void and I'm like, okay, I'll fill that void. Let's do it. And I'm going to do it right. A lot of people have tried to do local radio podcasts or internet stations and things like that. And they just, you know, I don't want to sound like an ass, but I don't want them, you know, you just, you turn it on. It's like, okay. um, Good evening, everybody. Um, we're here with Gavin O'Brien. So Gavin, um, where'd you, where'd you get your start at Gavin? And you know, and that's it. You know, if there's no bells and whistles or nothing like that, um, you'd be lucky if your material that you sent them to put on their station or podcast sounds right because they didn't tweak it correctly or set the software right or anything like that. You know what I mean? I try to take that a little time to get all those things. And I still have a lot of fine tooth combing to go through, but <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Well, let's get out of here and um, I appreciate you. Appreciate you too. Thanks. All right. We're going to leave you with uh, Let Me Down from the EP coming out sometime in spring and we'll let you know as soon as possible. Promise. This is Gavin O'Brien, Let Me Down, and it's on Beyond FM. Good night. When we say the best of everything STL, we mean everything. Everything, everything. This is Beyond FM. Remember the day When the sun came up